one of uh, my favorite uh, episodes of uh, Ch The Chosen is season three, episode two. How many of you here are watching The Chosen? Okay, I'm glad, I'm glad, okay. So I hope you remember uh, what we saw there on Chosen season three, episode two, okay? So Jesus was telling his disciples that, you know, I can't do this alone. The, pro the, the, the preaching and then the healing, I can't do this alone. And I need you to do that. So I will be sending you uh, to different cities, and then you will heal the sick, and you will proclaim the gospel. And the disciples, they just had this look of disbelief to Jesus. And Jesus asked him, why are you looking at me at that, like that? Okay? And then one of the disciples asked, is there a ceremony that I miss? Okay? Did I pronounce it right? Cere ceremony. Okay, not ceremony. I was corrected at the 9 o'clock mass there. I'm still learning the pronunciation. <laughs> okay? So is there a ceremony that I miss? So Jesus said, no. This is the ceremony. Okay? <laughs> and, and then one of the, the apostles said, well, I didn't feel anything. Jesus said, you don't need to feel anything to do great things. And then one other disciple said, well, we're just students. We've been with you for a couple of years. We're just students. We're not ready, and we're not qualified. And Jesus said to them, if I would choose those who are qualified, I wouldn't have chosen you. <laughs> right? So the, 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 these apostles, they've been with Jesus for three years. They learn from the greatest theologian, the greatest teacher, right? Prophet, healer. And yet they think they're still not ready and qualified to do that, the mission Jesus called them to do. The reason why this is my favorite episode of Chosen is because I could totally relate. When I would go out with some parishioners of St. Mary's to do street evangelization, I would always have this doubt. Am I ready? Okay? Am I qualified to do this? And I think I shared with you two Sundays ago, the reason behind that is because I'm believing lies, right? Lies that I'm not gifted, I'm not holy enough, therefore I'm not qualified and ready to do this work. How many of you could relate? Okay, I'm glad I'm not alone. <laughs> okay, and then two Sundays ago, I was sharing with you that Jesus called us to do greater things than what he did, right? And I shared with you three keys. What are the three keys? To those who could remember the three keys, you have a gold star after Mass. What's the first key? Believe. Believe in Jesus. What's the second key? Remain. To remain in Him so that we would be fruitful. What's the third key? This is the most important. The third key. The hardest. Take risks. Right? We need to take risks. We need to step out in faith because faith is spelled R-I-S-K. And I said this is the primary. But maybe for us who would like to know the how and the, the, the tools on how to, to do this, 
I invite you to the event, the Servants of the Cross, uh, that uh, the Servants of the Cross are organizing this Friday, Saturday, the Pentecost retreat, okay? You would know the tools there on how to. And then in the afternoon uh, of the Saturday, we will be able to go out and practice what we've learned as we evangelize the people that we meet there. So the primary is to believe, to remain, and to take risks. The secondary are the tools, the how-to. But even if you do the primary and the secondary, it's not enough, okay? It's not enough. We need more. Who wants more? Okay, I want more, okay? So Jesus, before ascending to heaven, he said to the, to, to the disciples, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses to Jerusalem in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. When he said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their spirit. So there's this promise of a power that is going to come from God to be able for us to do that the mission that he called us to do. What is that mission? In our gospel, we see there the mission. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. Many times, one word there is overlooked. What is that one word that is overlooked? One word. You could see it on the screen. <laughs> Go. Okay? What happened there is that for us Catholics, we're so good in just staying here in the church and waiting for people to come, and then we make them disciples, baptize them, and then teach them. Okay? So we forgot, we overlook the going. And sometimes when we read this, we imagine the tone of Jesus as, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. As if it is just a suggestion for us to go. But I think the tone of Jesus here is that, go, go, go out there. Go out of our comfort zone. It's so easy for us to be comfortable inside the church. It's easy. It's comfortable. Okay? Just waiting for people to come. But Jesus wants us to go out. He, there's so many people there who are living in darkness, who are spiritually and physically sick. Right? And they, they need to know who Jesus is. That's why Jesus is calling us to go out to encounter them, to meet them where they're at, and to be able to share the good news to them, heal the sick, cast out demons, so that when they see signs and wonders and miracles, they would start to believe, right? Just like Jesus. Jesus did not just stay in the synagogue with his disciples. They went out. They went out proclaiming, healing the sick. And because of that, people started to believe. And so we need, we, need the whole, we need this promise 
of the Father of a power. And we know that's the Holy Spirit, right? In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says, But you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Okay, power. Okay, it's like, it's like the engine of a car. If there's no engine in a car, it's like driving the car of Flintstones, right? You use your legs, use your feet, but you won't go fast. You'll be tired, you won't go fast. The car needs to have an engine, okay? So that you'll be able to drive fast. And that's what happens if we don't have the Holy Spirit, if we're not, if we're not following the leading of the Holy Spirit, what happened there is that we rely on our wisdom, experience, the tools of evangelization that we're going to learn, we're just going to rely on that. But there's no power in that. We will not bear much fruit, okay? In Ephesians chapter 1, in our second reading today, Jesus said, it says there, St. Paul says, with the eyes of your heart, enlighten. St. Paul is saying, open up your eyes that you may know what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe according to the working of his great power so this power is immeasurable there's no limit to this power but we limit it whenever we don't believe whenever we doubt whenever we live in fear that's why we don't go out there okay and uh, so that's why we need to be filled and led by the Holy Spirit. Pope Paul VI says this, it must be said that the Holy Spirit is the principal agent of evangelization. It is the Holy Spirit who today, just as at the beginning of the church, acts in every evangelizer who allows himself to be possessed and led by him. Did you see that? We must be filled, not just be filled by the Holy Spirit, but must be led by the Holy Spirit. The whole point of being Spirit-filled and led is to give us that power to witness to people. Okay? Can you just imagine, you know, I'm, I'm here, I'm happy, like a parishioner of St. Mary's, we're starting to go out there right now. But can you just imagine... All Catholics from churches all over the world are spirit-filled and led and are going the, out there to witness, to proclaim the gospel, to heal the sick, signs and wonders and miracles, and people start to believe. Can you just imagine all the churches all over the world will be packed? Do you believe that? Yes, it's true. But the thing is, there are many times we doubt. I doubt. Okay? I worry. You know, sometimes I, I live in fear. That's why, that's why I limit the power of the Holy Spirit. Pope Francis said, Spirit-filled evangelizers means evangelizers fearlessly open to the working of the Holy Spirit. Okay? Next week, uh, is, next Sunday is Pentecost I really encourage you, prepare yourself. One of the best ways to prepare is to do the novena to the Holy Spirit. Just prepare yourself and ask the Lord, Lord, 
fill me up. Fill me up. And let me be led by the Holy Spirit so that I will be able to do the mission that you called us to do. Now, it is not only the Holy Spirit that we need. We also need, of course, Jesus. Okay? And I, found, I saw this picture in the internet that is kind of funny. It says there that on Ascension Day, it was the day that Jesus started working from home. <laughs> okay? So we know during COVID lockdown, right? People started working from home. So if you want to find an official feast day for you, it's the Ascension of the Lord. Because that was the day when he started working from home in heaven. <laughs> okay, so in, remember in Matthew, in our gospel today, Matthew 28, verse 20, Jesus said to his disciples, and remember. Why did he say, and remember? Because we easily forget. That's why he said, and remember, I am with you always, till the end of times. Okay? So he's with us. So sometimes we focus on what to say and what to do when we go out there. Okay? But first and foremost, it is bringing the presence of Jesus to the people out there, that they would encounter Jesus through us, that they would experience his love for them, that he wants them to be saved. That's first and foremost, okay? And the word of God who is in us will inspire us on what words to say. The word became flesh so that the flesh will become the word. Amen? Okay? So he will inspire us on what to say. Proclaim the gospel. Maybe share your personal testimony. Maybe just share words of encouragement and comfort. And Jesus, who is inside you and working with you, who is inside you, will inspire you on what to do. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. When I say cast out demons, I'm not talking about exorcism. I'm talking about deliverance. Okay? So that when when, when people hear the Word of God and when we, they see the, the, the signs and wonders, they will start to believe. In Matthew, Mark chapter 16, verse 20, it says, And they went forth and preached everywhere. These are the disciples. They preached everywhere. The Lord working with them. Okay? So we're not working alone. The Lord working with them and confirming the word that they preach with signs and wonders. That's why the Lord, the Lord is just so eager. The Lord is just so excited. Whenever we go out there and proclaim the word, He also wants to confirm it with signs and wonders so that people will believe. Without the Holy Spirit and without Jesus, our mission is impossible. That's why we need to be filled. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit. We have a great devotion to the Holy Spirit here. That's why I have high expectation that we are all filled and led by the Holy Spirit so that we will be able to do what God, Jesus called us to do. And remember also, and having also that confidence 
that Jesus is in us. He is with us and working with us and through us. And he wants to confirm the proclamation of the gospel with signs and wonders so that when people hear and see, they would start to believe. And this mission is truly, truly possible to do. And when we just follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and Jesus, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, the mission will be very fruitful. We will be bringing many souls to the Lord. 